Good day. You are listening to a podcast. But this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. Or this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the tense. Starring the tense. The uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. All right, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'll be the host of this here podcast, the Ted Smith, greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Oh, back at his new adapted home on the bottom screen somewhere in Austin. He goes by the name of Cobb. Cobb, what's going on, boys? We got a heater coming today. I can just feel it. I mean, the pre-show talk was of giant mansions in palm desert and fake plastic bees on yachts so let's go i can tell you guys are fired up i'm in <laughs> all right up at the top uh, top left today on uh, on zoom coming to us from the lovely palm desert he goes by the name of matt Comer, the producer mctp what's up matt what's up boys i'm more fired up than brooks kept at that panthers game let's do this <laughs> that's a good reference i like that today's probably gonna be a little sportsy uh <laughs> honestly First, that's good that's good because right as i was walking in here alex has um or sorry my girlfriend whatever has some friends over and she was like what's your podcast about like all bitchy and i was like honestly i don't know stuff and things so sports that's what i'm gonna tell him ted thank you <laughs> i should mention if you listen to the podcast last week cobb and i were having fun taping that here in the home studio and then uh nothing nothing too crazy but we just went out with our old buddy the mayor friday night it was just like ah we're back like i got just yeah. talking to people whatever i literally i think i said it to you guys i said it to joe when i texted him later I'm like man i forgot how good the three of us are together <laughs> yeah and honestly that was fun as hell just it's just a groove you know it just feels good it's easy the varsity squad out there and yeah that was fun in our home on our home stadium too <laughs> yeah uh saturday fellas i did it i finally went and want watch the uh street beefs scrapyard live yes. live awesome you went down to it's in tacoma or just oh it's just across the way right correct yeah so like it's mostly just competitors or like people working there or like people with the fighters and stuff. So I was one of the, you know, they don't, they live stream everything and please go look at their stuff on Instagram, on YouTube, uh, street beef scrapyard. But I was, I was impressed. Like there is some dudes, like the first fight was just a couple guys that wanted to like try it out. Uh, there was like a military dude that was like an MMA fight. That was insane. He was just good. And literally I went up to him afterwards. I was like, where on the street is you don't even train. He's like, no, I'm just in the military. Like, I don't even have much gas. I'm just, I just like to mess around with my buddies. And I was like, ah, you number one. I mean, as soon as the bell rung, this dude just stormed across the cage. And it was like, once he landed a punch, I was like, oh, this is not good. And then yeah, <laughs> like he got into full mount and it was like, oh, this is over. But they do honestly, man, they do a great job. Like there's refs in there. Like they're like, some of them even like they just give standing 10 counts to people because, you know, a lot of these guys have never fought before. Right. So num number one, it's already scary enough. You're going to get in there and fight somebody around the same weight as you. Right. Because they do have weight classes. And then number two is that adrenaline dump. I don't think people understand how big that adrenaline dump is for the first time you step into a cage. And it was like, these guys are doing it. So like some guys kind of gassed out quick. They're very careful and, you know, time it out, you know. Get of a stand in 10 count. Like, you sure you want to keep going? But Cobb, which you've been waiting for, Matt, I know you're into it. But Cobb, like, we get there. 
they're still going over ground rules and stuff. We're just kind of hanging out. And then finally, you just hear somebody be like, all right, let's get it going. Feed the cage. Feed the cage. Feed the cage. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. And I don't want to be I, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer or have narc energy on this podcast, especially. But you're like. I feel like sometimes I'm more skeptical than you are. Like they do do a great job. I watch a lot of their stuff online, but you're like, Oh, Cobb, they've got it all, man. Everything's safe. They've got a ref in there. And I'm just like, <laughs> they've got a ref in there. I'm like, that's no, like, I mean, on this podcast, we're just some guys with microphones. I get that. But like, that's just some guy. He's not a, he's not a referee. He's just, he's just a dude in a striped shirt. My guy. <laughs> like he doesn't, you know, maybe he's seen some fights. I don't know. I don't know what his expertise is, but you know, I get the feeling like, you know, you just, you make it sound so official with the referee. And it's like, that's just a, that's just a man in a striped shirt. You can buy uh, those first things of all, anywhere. he was wearing a Bobby Wagner Jersey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. that's, that's exactly what I mean, dude. No disrespect. <laughs> I'm, I'm all about the scrapyard, but no disrespect. That's you were saying that adrenaline dump. That's what would give me the adrenaline dump is some guys coming, you know, some guy, some Yahoo from like, uh, you know, South King County is coming storming at me. And then there's just a, a guy in a Bobby Wagner t-shirt trying to save my life. It's just like, I will say that guy <laughs> is some a trainer. guy theory strikes again. Some guy, this, some guy was a trainer at a gym. I think both the referees were. So like they had a little more knowledge. You could see stuff. Plus, frankly, like you're just up on the cage. Like, it's not like it's packed. Like there's a bunch of people there and everything, but you just like, I mean, you can, people are just like, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> was, <laughs> we good. It, we good. It was in no, no offense, fire chicken. It was more organized. It, it impressed me. I was like, oh. Like, awesome. They're not this isn't just like, hey, let's try this out. You know what I mean? Like they'll yeah. let people in there, but like it's weight classed and this and that. The only one I felt bad for was there was a dude that was pretty short. He shows up all taped up, right? Gloves on. He wants a match. They finally gave gave him one, but he's short, right? You gotta keep in mind it's weight classes. So the other dude was just a tall, lengthy dude <laughs> was just going to town on him. It's like, all right. <laughs> that reach man yeah and honestly from everything i've seen on youtube they do do a really good job and and, and they bring it like they've been doing it for a while they, they kind of know what's going on i don't want to say i don't want to sweeten the pot but you know what else was there uh naked women i don't know free tacos oh that's even better yeah i had somebody from another place they were like yeah we're just trying to help the community so we got free tacos today i was like we were there for like an hour and then my buddy looks at me and goes i'm actually hungry i was like let's go get some tacos <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's God that I saw a little thing online of someone dipping a, a taco into like a cheese fountain today. I was like, wow, that's peak peak excellence. That, how I've many seen, of these tacos do you do? Three. Three. <laughs> I've seen a lot of uh, I've seen a lot of sport events and my buddy, given his job, like he goes to a lot of events, too. And it's like, look, it's Saturday morning. Neither of us are feeling awesome. And I'm like, dude, you don't have to go if you don't want to. He's like, oh, I'm not missing this. Like, I got to yeah. see this with my own eyes. And I will also say this. Saturday was a beautiful day in Seattle. Matt, you're going to have to bleed me a couple of times. The fucking traffic was unreal. Ooh. Like, I mean, it took us forever to get to the event. We watched it for a few hours and we get out of there. And then even just like getting back to Seattle took forever. Get Getting from even just like uh, like South Lake Union up to like North Seattle. I mean, it was just it was a day. We were just we were just stuck in cars or stuck in groups of people. So finally, it's like four something like let's just park your car, dude, and go get a beer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's I used to work in Tacoma and that traffic was notorious. But Ted, even when I left you on Friday night, 
I got stuck. I left you at 1140 at night. I got stuck in bumper to bumper traffic north on I-5 at 1140 at night on a Saturday, on a Friday. That's crazy. Wasn't I mean, you guys went around it. Remember, I called you and I was like, are yeah. you guys stuck in this? This is insane. Yeah. yeah. Probably, you know, 45 minutes for what would have been 10 minute drive. Crazy. Seattle's yeah. out of control. <laughs> it is. And then continuing the odd sports day, uh, my buddies all are curlers. So I didn't realize there's a dedicated curling like uh, place up in like North Seattle. Like I thought it was going to be the ice arena. And it's like, no, no, no. This is just yeah. for curling. Yeah, they were having center. Yeah, exactly. And it blew me away because like our other buddy was bartending. So we're like, all right, let's just Uber over there and have some fun and stuff. And, and like I kept sending pictures to people and they're like, what are you getting into today? Like, first of all, who knows where there's kind of sort of underground fights. Second of all, you curl now. And I'm like, nah, I was a spectator of both of these. Ted, you are the master of obscure sports and mascots. Like you watch cricket, not just T20, but like cricket, cricket. You're like following like god knows how many random leagues and like formula one and like the undercard and then now you're going to backyard fights and curling in the same day (laughs) i don't know dude like you know as people get older they go more and more in their own direction and you were just like you were veered off on a wild path you're gonna end up being the host of espn at the ocho for sure (laughs) i would love to the girl that hosted uh slippery stairs back in the day she still follows me on twitter Uh, but yeah, fun, fun Saturday. Not only this, like you see some fights, you hang out with a couple people, you go see some curling and then like, uh, the day kind of got away from us a little bit. And then it was like, what do we do now? And it's like, should we just go grill burgers? (laughs) This was, this was man stuff. Dude, God, Ted, how do we just build a life for you around that? Like, I, I go around the country, around the world, watching obscure sports and eating obscure foods. <laughs> I will that's say this, the, though. That's the show, dude. I'll subscribe right now. Yeah. Well, like, and like, I got to introduce a fight. Uh, I was, he was like, go ahead, man. Like, get in there. And their live stream had like 600 people on it. People were checking in from Brazil and stuff. And I was like, what do I say? He's like, dude, just intro it. Like, I am like, all right. But here's what I did afterwards. I intro it. It's like 10 seconds. Like, you know, the Ted Smith, we got a classic boxing match, the scrapyard. Let's get it on. And then I threw up a shaka as I walked by the camera. No idea why. <laughs> Sometimes, dude, shooters got to shoot, man. Like, you never know what you're going to do in that situation. But wow, just throw the shaka old school. That's like you reverted to like your, you know, your reptile brain from like 2006. <laughs> right. I also oh. liked. One of the guys I was talking to, he's like, oh, no, man. He's like, I've been listening to the station long enough. I remember when you boxed it. I was like, no. Shit. He's <laughs> like, yeah, man, me and my buddies went. He's like, you know what these guys are going through. And I, I was like, yeah, in my head. I want to be like, yeah, I know, man. You're right. Like, And I'm looking at my other buddy that's with me and I go, this looks kind of fun. Like, maybe we, we should try this out. And he's like, oh, no. And I'm like, what? He's like, dude, he's like, I don't, he goes, I don't think I've ever been a fight in my life. I don't think I've ever punched somebody or been punched. And I'm like, didn't I like you hit a heavy bag? He's like, no. And I'm like, you're like a man's man. He's like, yeah, whatever. Like, it's just never been part of my life. I was like, all right. Yeah, it's like backyard brawling isn't getting added to the repertoire at 38. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was set. You know me now. Now we're back at the house. I'm setting up fights. I'm like, Sean and I were stepping into that cage. And I'm oh like, our God, other two buddies. Dude. And I'm like, you guys got to fight. And they're like, why do we have to fight? And I go, I don't know. You look like you weigh the same. <laughs> if it's your first time at Fight Club, 
You have to fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, dude. I God damn, just what is your life sometimes, man? There's a backyard oh. fights now and curling. I look. Like, I'll say this: you, you, you invited me, and I had to fly out, but I would have loved to go. Like I would, I would kill for that invite again. That's that's awesome and super cool that you went all the way down. Yeah, and like the fire chicken, the guy chicken that's running it. The best line I've heard in in weeks. I was like, we first get there and we go, what happens when it rains? He goes, then we fight. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, I was going to say, that's a pretty good slogan for the whole group, like for T-shirts, bumper stickers, just like we fight. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, Uh, that's what they're about that action, boss. (laughs) 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 <laughs> that's rad dude i love your uh, life sometimes streets of seattle be on the lookout for a mid-2000s black acura of street legal boys got a license we got license plates Ooh. we changed over the title dropped a new battery in her on sunday ted's back on four wheels at long last you thought you'd never see the day i went ted when was the last time you had your own car and a driver's license that went with it and insurance well, I've had a driver's license. No, no, no. I'm talking all three at once. The trifecta. <laughs> uh, 2002. There you go. Wow, dude. Eight, what? Fit, 21. 20 years? 21 years. Yeah. 21 yeah. years, dude. Oh, my God. Wow. So you were like 22, 21, something like that? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wow, dude. Look out, <laughs> Seattle. Man, dude, I love, of course, you get the car and the first thing you come on this podcast, you go, Oh, the traffic boys is crazy. You <laughs> <laughs> just noticed. Like, what the hell do you think everyone's been talking about for 20 years, my guy? <laughs> well, here's the best part. It's the uh the O'Reilly auto part I went to. Like, right? Because we we put the battery in and then my buddy's like, hey, you should drive it back up there. Number one, to drop off the old battery. And number two, like, this car's been sitting. You need to drive it a little bit. I'm like, cool. So we go up there, BSing with the people that work there. Very nice. And then uh, we're pulling out and I go, ah, hang on. We got to go across the street. He's like, well, for what? And I go, there's a KFC. Like I have the ability to drive through. So I just bought a bucket of chicken. Didn't even, we ended up going out and doing something for a little bit afterwards. He's like, I don't want to eat. He's like, I'm a vegetarian. I don't eat chicken. I'm like, not the point. Point is I can drive through and order chicken. I'm doing it. It's like, don't be a bitch, Mark. We're going to KFC. No, I, I actually, I understand that, dude. Like, uh, you know, I don't have a car down here in Austin, and we rented a car today to go to check out this actually really cool summer camp for Alex's job. They're doing like a retreat or whatever. But she was trying to get me to go, and I was like, I'm not going unless we can stop by a drive through. And she was like, Okay, so you're right. It is when you don't have a car. Like drive through fast food is a real treat. I'm with you. Oh yeah, like it's Memorial Day weekend. I got stuff to do on Monday, but trust me. Monday afternoon, like I've already planned it out. I'm gonna go to Chick Fil A and get me a chicken sandwich. <laughs> wow, just chewing on some hate for the afternoon, huh? Point <laughs> oh, is, I'm mobile, boys. I can I can stop anywhere I want. I can buy more glass jars of pickles at the grocery stores. I don't have to walk them home. Yeah, that's true, dude. You can just make it rain out there. The whole new it world. Is, man. It's like that sense of freedom you get. Like when you turn 16, but like you're experiencing it again as like a full grown adult. That's awesome. Yeah. And you guys have lived in, you know, in the city where you walk to the grocery store. Like you just got to be careful what you're buying. Like generally, like I'm dead serious. Like I wouldn't buy pickles at the stores. They're always in glass jars. I'd buy like 
or like cans of soda or soda waters or like beer. I'd always buy it at the corner store. So I wouldn't have to hoof it all the way home. But now I'm like, ah, got a car. I have a fridge full of fucking pickles. Yeah. And, and honestly, you can't use a shopping cart. You have to use the basket because you got to know that you can carry it home. And like when it gets too heavy, you're like, all right, time to check out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. it's a whole, whole different lifestyle here. Yeah, truly. I, although I will say, uh, well, I guess we talked about in the last podcast. I love your place. Awesome upgrade in the back area, especially. Really cool. That's going to be great in the summer. Maybe you could <laughs> host a fight there. Maybe I could. There's plenty <laughs> the of grass out there. Got... A lot of lot of possibilities. That's all I'm saying. Plus, frankly, you know, on the back, it's a two or three story apartment, and then Ted's grass goes right up. He's on the ground floor, so it would be sort of stadium seating. Just saying, <laughs> with a nice with that nice forest background that they like at the scrapyard. <laughs> but whatever, you know, I'm just throwing out ideas. We're just we're spitballing here. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh man, no, it was uh, it was good stuff though, dude. While right, we're on the topic, get... oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, or right, go ahead. Oh, I was just the last thing I was going to try to squeeze in while we're on the topic of your home is like one of the things you're most proud of. I think people will appreciate it, is you now have a pantry. We've talked about it on the cast a couple weeks in a row. Well, now for people, we're doing this on Zoom, and your Zoom screen is completely blank except in the center of your background is that pantry door. And it's like the whole thing is framed on like your face and the pantry. Like, just let them know back there. It's an effing pantry, boys. <laughs> there's there's spices in there. There's canned vegetables. There's cans of tuna. I mean, there's some veggie straws. I mean, there's a lot of stuff action happening back there. <laughs> it just, yeah, from a background side, it's just like standing in front of the vault, like come and take it. Straight Texas style. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, what else am I going to say? Yeah. So we're talking about Jeff Bezos before we started. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Bezos, like myself, owns a car. <laughs> knows a thing or two about <laughs> upgrades. Similar guys. <laughs> right. Good call, Matt. He does know about upgrades. I mean, Jeff, Ted, Smith, Bezos, pretty much the same dude. Upgraders. <laughs> so... Kyle brought this up. I don't know. I don't think we were recording yet. Like, is it funny that even though he's the richest or one of the richest people on the planet, that literally he just got engaged the first girl he dated after he was married? <laughs> Dude, I like how you just step on my head while I'm drowning. You're like, hey, I know you didn't want it. Like, I know you were scared your phone is listening to you and that you have a lot of conspiracy theories. But hey, uh, Cobb brought this up that, you know, was <laughs> is his girlfriend a gold digger, richest man in the world? Or uh, did he just, you know, like j- jump at the first thing that, uh, you know, that, that bit on the pole? Like, where are we at? And frankly, you know, I saw on Twitter and I agree with the sentiment. I think it could have been a downgrade. But just you don't go with the first like, that's like the first girl he went on a date with after the divorce. I don't know. I feel personally like you play the field a little bit. You just, you know, you've been in a marriage for like 25 years or whatever. I'm just making that setup. He's, he was married for a long time. Like, I feel like, you know, you just sample an international array of of condiments, and mustards before, you know, sinking your teeth in. What do you guys think? Is that just bad strategy from one of the most strategic men on earth? I mean, I don't know. I think Lawrence, what's it? Lauren Sanchez, right? I'm honestly Lauren? not sure. I know she's from Seattle. Huh. I did not know that, but she already had a good career. She had a bunch of money. Like, I, I don't know. I would have a hard time. I would have a hard time well, being married, but getting a divorce <laughs> and then just 
wifing up the first woman I went on a date with, but also some people are just relationship people. Wait, so you're saying you ain't saying she's a gold digger? I don't think so. I think they've both gotten better looking since they've been dating. He's like Mr. Buff now. Like, she's got some plastic parts and probably some surgeries. I was like, she's still hot. Yeah, I love that meme that's like Jeff Bezos went from uh, I'll sell some books onto the the internet to I'll sell whatever the F I want. And it's like him <laughs> now, like, ripped with the sunglasses and the vest. It's the truth, though, man. I'm yeah. just like, <laughs> yeah, I don't like I said, like, I saw a news article today. It was like, yeah, but isn't this what women want to be? And I'm like. I don't know. I'm not stepping into that. Speaking for women, I'm just like, it seems like her life's pretty decent, though. And it's also like, oh, they survived the storm because I guess technically he was dating her before he got divorced. It's like they survived all that. And now they jet set around. It's like, well, he is Jeff Bezos. Like he's been to space, like pretty sure if you <laughs> yeah. date him, you get to jet set around. And I don't think he really gives a crap what we're saying about him. He has his own rocket. Wait, Matt, what was the point you were making about him? I really liked that. It wasn't mine. It was either I think it was either Chad or JT from Chad and JT go deep. Um, and he was just doing a stand up bit about like, you know, how we're all supposed to hate Bezos, but like he's living the dream. He's, you know, he's going to space in a cowboy hat. He's ripped. He's got this hot young girlfriend turned fiance like he's just kind of. He's super rich. He's just kind of crushing it. Like, is that not what we'd we? It's it's not the worst thing to aspire to. Like, yeah, that might be what winning looks like, honestly. Right. And he doesn't seem nearly as awkward as Elon. Yeah, yeah. Like Musk just seems awkward. Like when you see him out in public and stuff. I'm like, <laughs> he, he. I mean, he almost looks like a robot. Whereas like Bezos, it's like, look, I and trust me, I have plenty of thoughts on the man and having that much money and what you could do with it. But also, I'm like. At least he seems like a normal human. That's true. I, I'm always torn. God, we've had some weird talks about this, not on the podcast, but about like if there is a now I am going to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but if there's a concerted effort by, you know, incredibly wealthy men to like move their image to like more approachable and everyday man, i.e. like the photo you see every two years of Bill Gates in line at Dick's Burgers in Seattle. Or like, I, I don't know. I mean, there's there's PR teams working hard on this. Like, you know, Warren Buffett is this like a uh, really nice, genuine grandfatherly figure, except everyone hates insurance. And that dude insures every insurance company in the country, basically, and runs Geico and a bunch of others. So it's like, you know, I, I do feel like there is a concerted effort to humanize these guys. Although I don't know that that's the worst thing. And I will say they've done a lot for humanity than I have. Yeah, I mean, also, like, I don't I don't know that that's a conspiracy theory. I mean, they're the richest people in the world. They have to appear somewhat normal. Right. Like, but what I'm saying is, like, they are not normal. They're robots, but there's teams of people making them seem less like robots. Well, sure. But I mean, I think also to come kind of come up with some of that stuff, you got to be super like one minded kind of person. Like, this is what I'm into. This is what I'm doing. This and that. I don't know. I always like yeah. that picture of Bill Gates at Dick's. Like, good for him. I wonder what he's getting. <laughs> yeah, he's getting a photo op. That's what my boy's getting. But honestly, you know, ah, oh God, I can't tell this story. Um, what's a good way to talk about it? Uh, you know, I feel like in the positions that some of those men are in, like we're all here, like, oh, did he settle too early for a girlfriend? Like, what would the three of us be doing? Like, it would be 
pretty ridiculous. I don't even want to say I have heard, you know, one of the 10 richest people in the world I'll say is, is living the dream right now. And, uh, you know, it, it would be ludicrous boys. Think about yourself, even with, even with $1 billion, no ceiling on your imagination in any way. Ludicrous. I mean, the, the like, first he's, thing he's responsible. He's dating one woman, you know, good for yeah, him. I, I was going to say, yeah, the first thing goes I would, to work. I would look. I, I'd be gone. Yeah, I would look completely different. And I'm like, yeah, same. oh, like, like yeah. steroids are bad. Shouldn't have <laughs> fake boobs. I'd be like, yeah, I don't know. Give me shoot me up with the steroids. Uh, I'm going to need that nutritionist on call. A couple <laughs> yeah, personal a trainers. <laughs> right? Like, oh, and, yeah, let's 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 take some of this excess skin from over the years off. Like, I mean, I would do all that. <laughs> oh, yeah. And frankly, no disrespect. Neither of you would ever hear from me again. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm skin boys. We'd be on an air. We'd be on an aircraft carrier. I'm just like, yep, that that aircraft carrier is ours now. We're building a cricket pitch on top. Let's go <laughs> for Ted's obscure sporting needs, and then a Fight Club down in like the uh, I don't know what's that little elevator that goes down to where all the planes are. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you another thing. You'd be like, man, Ted looks really different. Is that him with Hezbollah? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yep, that's yep, that's me. Like Ted got a twelve pack and became friends with Hezbollah. <laughs> like, at that point, did you just install software upgrades? You know what I mean? You're just like, boom, like make me fit, boom, make me smarter, boom, like make me more, you know, I don't know, attractive to women. I mean, now that we're talking about it, though, it would be hard to stay friends. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you people. how dare you ted smith you laughed when i said it and then you're like oh but you boys are definitely gone <laughs> right? i said it as a joke like generally you catch me on a sunday evening like what are you doing like i don't know drinking something i played you know or having dinner having a beer i played pub league now i'll be like i don't have time to talk dude i'm smoking cigars with mike tyson <laughs> yeah i'd be like i'm helicoptering over the vegas strip doing cocaine don't call this number <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> Call my assistant, set up an appointment like everybody else. <laughs> By the way, game with Brooks Kepka, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm right, literally like, just uh, raining money on people on the strip. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Pete Davidson says hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome, boys. That's, that is, I like how we were on the fence about even talking about Jeff Bezos. That's a good, that's a good bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is. It's also Matt's Rich only bastard. one. <laughs> Matt's the only one that hasn't come out like the a-hole already on this podcast. Cobb and I are both like, yeah, for real, man. I mean, I it'd just be tough. I still love you. It's just... <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, love you, dog, but I'm on to bigger and, bigger and better things. Let's just... I mean, I don't... I don't... I mean, I'm just thinking, you know, I don't want to ruin the fun here, but I know some eight, maybe nine figure types with... uh that that just want cool bros to hang out with like yeah. i mean that's the real answer yeah yeah and that's a solid point dude because i i've run into some some of those people too like celebrities celebrities and like uh sitting around like after an event they did for us or something like you know bsing and now they've kind of knew you a little bit <laughs> and i remember one person was like they're a pretty big time comedian i was like what's the weirdest thing and they're like you just you have no idea if anybody's actually a friend it's like every time I play an arena in a big town, like I meet a bunch of cool people, but you have no idea what they want from me. I'm like, oh, yeah, that is pretty strange. Yeah, that would suck having to go through life like that. You know, it'd be very isolating in a weird way. Kind of like uh, that Bob Seger song. 
turn the page. Yeah, on the long, <laughs> lonesome highway. Nice, Ted, dude, with the deep music knowledge. I always forget that about you. I don't. I think I know how Ted knows that. What can I like, Seeger? Oh, do you want you? Oh, I thought it was because KI still always plays the Metallica version. Oh no, I just I legit like Seeger Silver Bullet yeah. Band. Wow, too, man. Hey. I also I mean, I, a closet Seeger fan. I mean, you're right. We do play the Metallica version, but like, yeah, I'm with you, man. I Seeger has always got a pass in my book. Did you guys know you're both Seeger fans before this no. moment? No. <laughs> so this is a first. We've been friends for I don't know, 15, 16 years. First, <laughs> you figure somewhere along one of the road trips we've been on would have been like, oh yeah, I like Seeger too. But no, it's never happened till right now. <laughs> I'm just picturing us like on a phone call, like I'm coming to pick you up, and you're like. Here I am. I'm like, on the road again. <laughs> That's how we discover it. But instead, it had to be this, talking about Jeff Bezos <laughs> and the Bill Gates conspiracy of dicks. Nice. Dick's drive-in. Yeah, Dick's drive-in. Always got to specify. Oh, all right. Let's take a break there. We'll come back and do some emails. What's that in the cop topic? <laughs> All right. Thank you to all our sponsors and uh, glad to have you back. Uh, Mr. Cobb, we've got some emails. Oh, yeah. So we got a, a heater from Carson, the lawyer, right out the right out the gate. So last week, uh, well, yeah, if people heard the episode last week, um, then they'll get this email. Uh, gentlemen, I can imagine no better example of Ted's true self than keeping his cool while listening to some dumbass talk about his sensei and his dojo, but being <laughs> unable to bite his tongue when overhearing people besmirch the good name of a sports mascot, Carson the lawyer. <laughs> God, that guy was just so loud. So sensei, whatever walks in, I'm like, all right, I'll run class. I'm just like, ah, now with that said, having to go watch live fights again in person, that's one thing you learn again, like. I get it when I was doing it, you know, uh, cage sport, you know, but like when you're there and it's just people just in street clothes, right? Then I'm just like, yeah, you have no idea who knows how to fight and who doesn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like it's crazy. What? Yeah, so, your sensei. Right? Maybe that guy knew something. I don't know. Was just, he was just so loud about it. I was like, all right. Dude, honestly, I feel like the louder people are, the less they know about it. The real killers are totally silent. We had this guy who uh, worked for me at the Tacoma Hookah Lounge and absolute killer, black belt in jiu-jitsu, would go to these tournaments and just rip people in half. And he, you'd ask him like what he does. And he's like, oh, like during the, during the week, you know, I just thought like he was a fruit seller. He like arranges fruit. It's like a fruit vendor. And I was like, okay. And I was like, so like, you, I heard you do like a little jujitsu and stuff outside of work. And he's like, Oh yeah. I mean, I, like I'll practice occasionally and stuff. And then another employee rat him out. He's like, uh, yeah, he's like a state champion in a couple different, different disciplines. I was like, that, <laughs> that feels about right. Like he just was so chill. He was like almost too chill about it. I like, didn't want to talk about it. I was like, yeah, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> you better call an ambulance for you. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings. My dudes, pretty privileged. I used to bartend at tech city. It's a thing. The Decepticons. Oh, is he talking about Tech City Bowling in Kirkland? Sounds like I assume so. Nice, dude. Uh, Always tried to get drinks there when I was like 19. Never could. Uh, (laughs) I used to bartend at Tech City. It's a thing. 
The Decepticons always got served more and better. Hell, our staff in the bar were given shifts based on looks. On a sad note, I have a friend who discovered it after high school with a great set of bolt-ons. Well, 15 years later, she's getting older and trying to hold on with more surgeries, but genetics are not helping. Too bad her personality ain't picking back up the slack. It's not going to end well. To Matt's point, uh, A7X is amazing on a small stage. I saw them in 07 at Soto on the album tour before they started rocking arenas. Still my favorite of their shows. We were dancing like fools, uh, touching distance from the stage. Still have grainy pics of Ted on one of his early stagers. See attached. Rock on, the friendly IT guy. And we got some young pics of young Ted on stage. Oh, clean shaven? Wow, <laughs> dude, it's you, and, it's you and Ben. Yeah, clean shaven with, you guys want me to share my screen? Uh, with the hat on? Yeah. Is that, a, is that a Prince hat you got on? Or a Detroit hat? Tough to tell on Let's this. see it. Um, Hang on. I got it. Oh, nope. Like the wrong thing here. How do I? Sh- oh, I got it. Okay. Oh, host disabled participant screen sharing. How dare you, Ted? All right. There you go. Uh, all right. We're going to go with desktop one. Oh, it's uh, okay. Oh, it's trying to record my screen now. Boys, what are we doing here? Hold on. I got to type. Yeah, this is not worth it. I got to type my password in. I got to use two hands right. and pull my microphone. Forget about it. But, Ted, you look cool. Suffice it to say. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, boys. This is an that. audio production. We yeah, no, you on. can text it to us later, too. I will definitely forget. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, I will definitely forget. Yeah, I'm all right. You know what? Oh, I for the record, by the way, pretty privileged. It's not just for women. Like, there's guys that have pretty privilege, too. Yeah, go on. I think Cobb's one of them. That's why he was asking was, about it. Oh, he here it comes, boys. Here it comes. <laughs> Honestly, I, I will say the only reason I know about it, uh, Matt. Do you still have the intercom email? I'm trying. To, oh, Matt, I, I don't know your email now because I have two from you from your old employer. Well, what no, is it, Matt? Uh, fitness at gmail dot com. Okay, RIP your email for saying that out, out loud. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. Honestly, I just said that because it makes us feel more big time on this podcast. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> your your email is going to be fine, dude. We have so many listeners. It's I promise crazy. you. You're going to be just fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, no, what I was going to say is I did used to be in that bubble. And now coming out of it, like I've got great chest hair now, boys. And honestly, the descent, I feel that I might be one of those one of those people. Like the, uh, the story of the girl with the bolt-ons, you know? I just, I was in the bubble, never developed a personality. And now... It's tough out there. I, I will say that it is like, you know, when I'm out without um, my girlfriend with me, it is tougher to open conversations as a 36 year old man who's gray. Like people are just, you know, they're a little less, little less. Oh, open. yeah. The, the, the bubbly, <clears throat> I should say bubbly. She, your girlfriend is pretty and outgoing. So, like, yeah, having her with you's got to help. Yeah. Yeah. But, it, you know, I'm just like, like, you know, at some point in my past, I used to be a prize. So it hurts, Ted, but just a little bit. To the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. It was nice seeing Ted again at Tony V's a few weeks ago. Cobb, Avenged Sevenfold is playing at the Germania Insurance Amphitheater in Austin on Friday, October 13th, if you're interested. Honestly, not a bad call. In fact, 
Somebody else told me that that's the best group they've seen live also. Um, somebody who uh, I don't need to say, but he goes to a lot of music shows. So, yes, I am interested. Might try to make that happen. Uh, Matt, are you going to power trip at Coachella in October? That lineup is a metalhead's dream. Later, Stevie, the Jordan Love Believer. So, uh, I, I'm i going to be in Chua Vista that weekend. Ironically, seeing Avenged Sevenfold again uh, <laughs> with their full production, with their full stage show. I got sweet tickets. I'm so excited. It's the first row of the section. And so that's just a great viewpoint, view line, and right in the middle. Like, it's going to be dope. Um, nice. It's going to be a lot more affordable, really easy, really, you know, yeah, it's going to be dope. But um, yeah, unfortunately, scheduling conflict. <laughs> that is kind of ironic you live there but you're not going to be in town the weekend of like the biggest rock festival of the summer yeah well, truly the greatest the greatest lineup of metalhead has ever seen i feel like in one place yeah i mean a lot can happen between then and now and you know i went and saw Avenged sevenfold already but um yeah that was my initial plan we'll see what winds up happening um you know but yeah i'm uh yeah i'm, I'm not sure but that's uh yeah it just seemed like uh, a lot of fun um to to go to see events sevenfold and have a weekend in san diego um when it's pretty hot here and then it's going to be like really crowded like a big crowd in october here as a local like freaks me out because i won't be adjusted the summer's like it's just empty in town it's so nice ted you were talking about traffic i can't even spell it anymore like, <laughs> dude, is that Mandarin? Like, I'm not speaking my language, bro. The traffic on Saturday in the afternoon was just ridiculous. Just even trying to get on 99 from South Lake Union. It's yeah. like, what are you people doing? But Ooh. also, as somebody who like was getting their car up and running the next day, like, I get it. People are flying down that road. Like, I'm a little cautious getting out there too, but it was just, it's like, oh, this is just stopped. <laughs> Oof. You'll adapt. Uh. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's check in with what's Matt. Hey, what's good? What's Matt? Uh, before we get to what's Matt. Hey, what's good? What's Matt? Check out what's Matt. Hey, what's good? What's Matt? Uh, before we get to what's Matt. Hey, what's good? What's Matt? Check out what's Matt. Um, yeah, this. This Firebirds postseason run is something else. Uh, Shout out to the T-Birds. Also T-Birds, yeah. They're, uh, I hope they win the Memorial Cup. Um, but yeah, the uh, the Firebirds, you know, it went to game five against Calgary, who was the number one team in the entire AHL. And then we were the number two team in the entire AHL, meeting in the third round of the playoffs. So there's still two more rounds to go, but this was like the hardest team and went to game five in a five game series. Um, we got tickets for like so much cheaper than Ticketmaster. This guy just called me from the Firebirds one day and was like, what do you think of the arena? What do you think of the experience? And I was like, it's dope. You could use more soda water. The bars, the pretzels don't have cheese. I have to go outside to get pretzel with cheese. Like we could fix that. But other than that, 10 stars love it 
Uh, and he's like, yeah, thanks. You want a uh, link so you don't have to pay Ticketmaster fees anymore? And I was like, yes, dude. I was like, half the price of the entire ticket. Like, of course, that's, I'd love that. That's a good point, too. Like, yeah, like, I don't, with, as much as people drink just regular seltzer waters, you'd think there'd be more options for like a Topo Chico or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I gave him I gave him a little bit of feedback, talked about like uh, analyzing the team's, you know, postseason run and their game and their roster for like 15 minutes. And then he like gave me this link to, you know, bypass a lot of fees. Um, actually, um, yeah, it was it, so it was awesome. So um, tickets were a lot cheaper. Um, Tyler and I and then Carson, the lawyer and his girlfriend, Tanya, all went together um and you know it was it was live in there game five i think it was friday night was it saturday no it was friday um it was just awesome um and so we uh you know we had a good time it was a you know every time a team scored the next the other team scored within like a minute or two like it was wild and it was kind of normal through the first two periods and all everything broke out in the third and it ended up being a 5-5 tie at the end of the third period and then we went to overtime of the final game of the series with the entire season on the line for both teams and it was just insane in there dude it was yeah. so fun like my heart still just I could just feel the adrenaline just thinking about it. Um, and so it was wild. Uh, every, you know, every possession, every time they have the puck, you know, the other team or us, like, it's just, it feels so crazy. And so uh, we ended up getting the game winner with like eight minutes into the period or something. So it wasn't too long of a super intense overtime, but it was, I mean, it went wild when uh, Potsy scored. And so, yeah, it was it was really, really fun, uh, really exciting night, um, and yeah, it's it was uh, it was awesome. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, there it's you know we we're talking about traffic. Getting out of that parking lot is probably a lot easier than getting out of Climate Pledge. Well, <laughs> I haven't been to Climate Pledge, so I don't want to speak out of turn here. But I just get the feeling our exit process is a little bit smoother. We figured out the best place to park to get out easily. It's not assigned parking. It's just a big lot that you put your, you know, and it's like kind of a little bit of a free-for-all in there. So you can go down and like, I think we can get a spot that's very advantageous to us and uh, anytime we want it. And so, yeah, I mean, because it was sold out. It was packed in there and uh yeah we didn't show up super early so um really big fan of you know this team it's been a lot of fun um and i, I just love the experience going to the games we're going to get on saturday i use that link so in that link it's you just buy by section it doesn't tell you your exact seat or your row right all and right so i've used the link a couple times now and always been kind of in like row t or u um which you know it starts at a at the glass right and so but it's a small arena like that's that's still a great location and i pick a section that i want to sit in on the side the firebird shoot on twice so i pick one of my sections this time um for the game on saturday for 40 dollars, which 
on Ticketmaster, they're like 80 something right now. I looked. I'm in row D for Saturday night's game. Four nice. row tickets for, for 40 bucks a piece. <laughs> that is crazy talk. Um, so yeah, I'm just super amped. Uh, and yeah, go Firebirds. I got my rally towel right here. <laughs> I, almost, I like that. I almost hit Tyler in the face with it when they scored the game winner. Because I, yeah, I'm I'm a jumpy little bitch in there. I get very excited. So <laughs> I was Paul like, I got my game. Next I got me. my game four towel from the Kraken. Bring the sound. Okay, <laughs> look at that. Yeah, yeah. It's each game had like a different logo on it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's some there's different ones that they've given out at different points, but it's fun. Rally towels are are a lot of fun. I must say. All right, boys, I got my shower towel from hanging next to me in the closet here. <laughs> oh, that's too it's good. Fun, Plus, right? I mean, anytime I was gonna say Friday night, but a Saturday evening, like playoff hockey, doesn't matter if it's minor league or not. That's just fun. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I mean, Cobb, you know, you've been to those games with me, but like when the Sounders play on a Saturday night, like college football Saturdays, but it's it's rare. Like you get the Sounders playing that 730 Saturday evening game. It's like that stadium's just going to be more electric. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's awesome. And minor leagues, dude, like it's like what you like about college, ho- college sports, Ted. Like these guys are playing for their careers. They're not. You know, they're not on these NHL contracts. They're trying to make these NHL rosters so they can make NHL money. Like, it's it's intense there. Um, yeah. Well, it's nice, so, too, is it's more local. So, like, everybody knows the players and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We got, we got some good chance for our guys, you know. And, yeah, it's it's a great, great time. So, um, yeah, went to went to another game and actually went to two games since I saw you guys last. But... <laughs> Nice. They didn't win game four. So that's why we had game five, which is, you know, the big one that we talked about. <laughs> no, nah, it's a good time. And like, uh, I was going to say like the, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure it just helps having the crack in town, but I've watched more. I like the hockey playoffs, but I've watched more playoff hockey this year than I, than I have in probably my entire life. Yeah. It's so cool. Oh, all right. Well, I guess it's about that time. Cobb topic. Topic. All that talk about series and stuff just made me think of the Sons and Four guy, who I love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they ran, they ran into the buzzsaw that is the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, <laughs> that guy though. Um, so um, this is kind of a a random one. I don't know. It's like it just uh, you know, sometimes I go deep, but sometimes you know, to go deep, you got to go shallow, and so. This one is a little easier. And uh, basically last weekend or week and a half ago, I don't know, at some point, uh, my girlfriend and I drove up to Dallas. And on the way there, we stopped in Waco. I didn't realize Waco, aside from being the site of the Branch Davidian Complex and the huge Waco raid um, and the home of Magnolia Silos from Fixer Upper, is also the birthplace of Dr. Pepper. And nice. So there's this Texas brand of ice cream that a friend of ours, uh, their family owns, and it's called Bluebell Ice Cream. And uh, they are coming out with a Dr. Pepper flavor. So I'm pretty hyped on it because I love Dr. Peppers, had one today. And uh, so I just, you know, 
I mean, we've been doing this a long time and I don't know this answer for either of you guys. And just from some of our, you know, regular emails, I don't know, just kind of a fun, easy one. But uh, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Ooh, glad you asked. I thought you were going to talk about sodas. Those are like, Sprite. Go. <laughs> this is this is the perfect kind of cast to take what would be a a throwaway fluff question and make it serious. Like Ted's like, oh, oh, I didn't realize. Oh, geez. Okay. Wow. I really, you know. <laughs> I like that. I like that about you guys. I like your intensity. And we do talk food on this cast quite a bit. So I know you guys got opinions. My, my go. posture changed, first of all. Yeah, yeah, you up. Sit up. I do have a pretty thought out answer that I didn't really. I, I just know it. It's not like I thought about this, but I thought about ice cream enough back in the day. And at a certain point, I was like, I think I was 32 or maybe 31. And I was like, God damn it. I'm a grown up. I know what I like. It's time to stop pussyfooting around and just keep the the essentials on deck and just, you know, um, triple down on exploiting what I love. You know, I love to explore a menu from time to time, but when I'm home, I will exploit um, Tillamook, chocolate chip, uh, cookie dough, peanut, um, ice cream, and then I have to have the Reese's flavored um, hard shell stuff, the the magic shell like syrup that, that turns right. into the hard candy. They make it with Reese's. Um, and then I need sprinkles that I need to put on while it's drying. So they get like embedded in the shell. And then I top it with whipped cream. And that is my go to dessert. Have it three four times a week like i don't keep track but it's not it's not irregularly um and yeah that's 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 how i roll at home in case anyone's wondering ah all right well he's got a specific one i'm kind of up in the air for years my go-to would be like a pint of half-baked ben and cherries my my guy right (laughs) But that's so specific. I mean, most vanillas I like, like French vanilla or vanilla bean. But also, what's it, Edie's or Dryers? I always forget what they call it on the West Coast as opposed to East Coast. Dryers, right? Yeah. Yep. That that seasonal pumpkin pie ice cream it is a it, it's a hitter. It's just that good. Ted, man of my own heart, dude. I'm I'm a half baked guy for sure. I, I mean, available nationwide. Even when I lived in Australia. At nine dollars a pint, which now by American standards doesn't no longer seems insane, but it was more than double American. I was still buying it. I'm with you. Great ice cream and vanillas absolutely hit. People, people knock on vanilla, but a true, really good vanilla with vanilla bean in there. Ooh, look out! Yeah, and like don't get me wrong, Telemook makes a great product. I just I can't remember the last time I just bought some of their ice cream. Probably because they only sell it in like bigger containers. Oh yeah, Telemook hits uh, Lopez Island Creamery. It's really good. Yeah, you got a car, dude. You can get whatever you want now. Make it rain. Oh, no, that's just more of a entry for years. I was like, I shouldn't just have a half gallon of ice cream sitting in my freezer. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, seriously. I know. I do the pint, too. As long as we're talking about being fancy. So my new thing is, you know how you can get like the miniature pints? Yeah. Yeah. That that Haagen-Dazs Dolce de Locha or whatever, the caramel one. I think it's good. Wow, Ted, what what have we become that we're restricting ourselves to one golf ball size ice cream scoop? <laughs> you know what I the mean, best part? Just, yeah, Tom, do you know this about Haagen-Dazs? 
Like everybody's always like, oh, I just assumed it's European. It's like, nah, they just named it that because they thought it sounded fancy. <laughs> Dude, that's the perfect segue for me. You're right. It's not. And uh, I wanted to just throw this special message directly to Carson, the lawyer. My bet is that his girlfriend is German. And I only know that because my the, the first woman I was ever interested in had a similar name. And she was so German that her dad's name was Klaus. <laughs> That's and so a good as soon name. as i heard that i was like oh yeah she's german <laughs> so anyway yeah only write in if i'm wrong <laughs> speaking of which though memorial day weekend coming up this weekend i feel like this is an ice cream intensive weekend like get out there pop by a local shop well, as i say we should give molly moon some love they're great oh yeah yeah molly moons and um the other place i really like is um uh oh my god ted it's right by your old house um on pike uh salt and straw salt and straw is a major hitter i'm a fan shack is an investor but uh the owner at one point reached out to us for the popcorn shop cool guy big fan i was gonna say in salt and straw to their credit like i would walk by that place in the winter time it'd be pissing rain and cold and they'd have a line out there yeah yep. seriously and and uh, to Molly Moon's credit, um, her design work on the interiors is really, really good. I've definitely, definitely poached some ideas. All right. As long as we're talking ice cream, we're not, you're not sitting at home, no pints. You go into an ice cream shop. I'll start. I'm a waffle cone guy. Dude, I was. But now across the street from the house, we have a custom ice cream sandwich bar. So you go in and you pick out your cookie or your brownie or whatever, and then your ice cream, and they make it into an ice cream sandwich. I can't remember what it's called, but that's... So now I'm, I go brownie on the bottom, peanut butter cookie on the top, vanilla ice cream in the middle, hit your boy with some fudge, and forget about it. Matt, what are you getting at the shop? Cone? Cup, uh, most of the shops cone? down here are milkshake places. Um, but hmm. otherwise, I'd get a Sunday still. I'm 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 more of a Sunday guy with all the crazy toppings and stuff. I'm too messy for cones of any variety. Yeah, the date <laughs> shakes are big down there. Oh yeah. Date shakes are fire. Yeah. I'm a Shields guy, but you know Oh dude, I've tried Shields on yours and others' recommendations. Lapperts is superior, and people think, well, Lapperts is a Hawaiian place. Like, what the hell do they know about date shakes? Like Lappert also loved the Coachella Valley. And they use awesome local dates and they make date syrup that they like scrape the inside or just like line the inside of the cup with. And it's it's the is, best one. Is Lappert's that uh, that Jewish deli? What's that place? No, that's what? Sherman's. I went there last what's, night. What's Lappert's? I don't think I've they been also there. have good uh, desserts. But Lappert's is like a Hawaiian like Dole Whip joint. Like they All do, right. They do Dole Whip uh, in Hawaii and um that's like mostly what they're known for, but they have all a bunch of ice cream and then you can make any ice cream into a shake, you know? Um, and so, but I will get ice cream sundaes from there. Um, but I also, it's my favorite date shake in town. So if I want a date shake, that's where I go. There's a couple other monster shakes and great shakes are both in Palm Springs. They're super legit. Um, but I don't get the date shakes there cause it's not, you know, they have other crazy awesome shakes, but for date shakes, Lappert's is the spot. All right. I'm going to try a date shake. Come on down, dude. We'll take you to a Firebirds <laughs> game, get you a date shake. You'll, you'll see what living's really like down here, bro. I got it figured out. 
Uh, all right. We'll be back next week. Uh, yeah. Have a good Memorial Day weekend, everybody. Enjoy a little uh, extra day off, hopefully. And uh, I don't know. Fire those grills up. Get some ice cream. Sons and four. Sons and four. <laughs> <laughs> he knows they're already out. People don't email us. <laughs> all right. For MCTP, for Colin, the Ted Smith, this is the podcast. Cheers.